funny because you have mask makeup and then real life makeup. Oh, right? yes. <laughs> and well, and anymore, I forget how to do like that. I'm like, oh yeah, I still don't have lips on. Oh, well. Hmm. Who needs lips? So be it. <laughs> well, we're on video. So we have Perfect. some lips. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Everything's Not Fine podcast via video. Woo! Nicole Allen, my favorite. And me, my other favorite. No. <laughs> Obvious. Obvious. <laughs> We're trying something new. We're recording ourselves in video. So I put on some makeup. I was, I saw Nicole a couple of weeks ago and she gave me the best haircut of my life. And I was going to do my hair for this, but I didn't want to wash it. So sorry, friend. <laughs> it's all good. I felt that too. I was like, should I wash my hair? Yeah, I think I can do one more day. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's my day off. Forget it. Real fluffy. So yeah. I felt like I had to put it away. All good. Yes. So it's been a minute. Um, my intent when we're recording this we have a couple of shows that we recorded that we lost audio on. Um, and then finally, our, our host or whatever they are got me the audio. So my intent is to go back and piece some of those things out to bring everybody up to speed on where we, where we are in life. Um, because I think our last episode that's out there is the one that I cried and had an emotional breakdown. So that's where we left people. <laughs> everything's fine I'm okay oh my gosh hysterical I know so funny so um yeah we definitely have to bring people up to speed so I will either do a little mini episode of like here's what's happened or I will piece some of that audio together but at any rate we're still friends absolutely (laughs) we're friendly friends Uh, yeah um, and life is just moving on in the world. So yeah, Nicole and her family came over um, for the start of spring break and stayed for a couple of days. And we had so much fun and laughter so and fun. tears and all of the things. It was so oh fun. my gosh. Yes. So many stories. We had a good all time. That's for sure. Yes. And junk food and oh God. Yes. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I mean, life is kind of feeling like it's returning to some normalcy in the world a little bit. Mm-hmm. Enough that you traveled and we traveled and life is busy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, I definitely want more normal. Yeah. So like, even when different people are like talking about vaccines and all of that stuff, I'm like, dude, I'm real. I'm willing. I'm in, let's do what we got to do so we can do the things like, that's what I care about. I want to do the fun stuff. Um, but the busyness of the day to day (laughs) is definitely sometimes like, wow. Okay. I, I'm oof, what what part of this is there any of this that maybe we should just I know. stop doing exactly 
exactly yeah. that. I think, I don't know. I, the people that I talked to, I think everybody's feeling that. Like, mm-hmm. I, so in normalcy, like my kids are in school two days a week, hybrid learning. They both have played their sport that they usually play in the fall. Your kids too have been playing yep. sports, doing the same, going yep. to school, all of that. So there's some of it that was like, and we, we couldn't go to all of the kids games. Like half of them we had to watch via zoom or whatever, which was cool. It was actually really nice. I could play or I could watch in my gym. From your couch. Yeah. And it was perfect timing because it was right after I had surgery. So I couldn't have gone anyway. So I at least got to see my kids and we'll talk about that. We will talk about hysterectomy surgery. Them, probably a whole episode, but it will come up a lot. Um, so all of that was going on, some video, some running, but now it's just everything. Like all of the things are back to like full speed. And I know, and I'm not doing them all. Um, I've just made a decision like during quarantine, I'm not going back to that. I'm not going to do every little thing. And but I know I have some friends who are traveling every weekend for their tournaments and their, oh, you know, their God. kids stuff, like all of the things all happening. And I, when Ellie had the opportunity to play club and all of that, and it was obvious that they were going to be traveling to all these tournaments and stuff. I wasn't comfortable with it, but also I was just like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this. So. Yep, exactly. I mean, you know, we, <laughs> my poor kids. I am not a great soccer mom. So like, <laughs> that's not my bliss at all. And, um, I love that. I love so that you that. know that. Yeah. No, I'm just, and not. that it's okay. Yeah. Um, and thankfully with our kids, <laughs> I'm a terrible person, but thankfully like none of my kids are extraordinary in any of those things. So they like do it for the social and the activity and yes. it's fun, but none of them are like, this is my life. Um, cause clearly that would be a different story if, yeah. if that was, you know, and it was driven by them. So, you know, it's for us, it's, it's the, you know, regular school stuff and, and, um, sports within the school realm and, and yeah. not any of the club stuff, which is great. Um, and actually Roz got her license and that has been a big help too, because then she can get herself and her brother, like back and forth from practice and all of that kind of stuff. So that's been oh, super nice. helpful yeah. because, you know, that's the other, just on a practical note that can be so tough of oh. like, Oh my God, well, I have to be here. And then, I mean, it's like a whole equation of like how to make it all work with yeah. everybody's schedules, you know, working and school and what have you. So that's yeah. been super helpful in that way. But yeah, even, even with that, I'm like, okay, um, having room for, because it isn't normal either, like you said, like fall sports were happening now and then it goes yeah. straight into the next thing. And, you know, so, I mean, even kids that my kids are on teams with, I mean, some of them were like, well, I'm at basketball and then I'm, and then I'm over here at baseball and then I have soccer on the weekends. And like, that's insanity. Yeah. But that's also like not the norm because usually those are spread True. out over like a whole year or whatever. And sometimes True. they like fail and overlap or something, but it's definitely extra. Um, but I do 
feel very grateful that our kids are just not quite that like excessive <laughs> or motivated in some of that because I'm like Dear God, that sounds terrible I'm gonna go have wine <laughs> yeah no so yeah I definitely think oh sorry go ahead no you're good I think I don't know if you feel this way I have definitely realized like I just want to do what I want to do. And I like, I want to be more selfish with my time. Yeah. My kids having their sport or whatever. I mean, I literally never, ever at the start of this school volleyball season, when I couldn't go and be there, Ellie was like, it's so weird. You've literally never missed one of my games. Like, wow. I had met one, one time on my birthday my sister-in-law took me to a concert that I'd been wanting to go to for years that was like it I'd never missed one of her games oh my god I mean I I was thinking about it and I was like oh it is so weird I now and I don't know if it's like yes part of like quarantine and all of that like redoing um priorities and stuff but also just and maybe partly surgery, like yeah. that was all happening. Well, I think her, I think it had started before I had surgery. Anyway, like there's a selfishness of like, I don't have to be there for every little thing. Like mm-hmm. it's okay for you to go play a game and me not be there in the stands. Like there's some of that, that they need a little bit more of that independence and like stand on their ownness or whatever. And I just need my freaking time to myself sometimes. Yes. And I think there's something too, which is not about your kids, but just in general, like the whole, like you're not the center of the universe. Yes. Like I, there is, you are super important. Obviously you're our priority, the most important things, but you're not the only important thing. Right. And like, I think I remember when the kids were little, we kind of, tried to have that attitude too of like our relationship is the nucleus of the family and then like you all come into that and like Mm you obviously you're important and there's practical ways and where that supersedes other parts but like still trying to make that um priority in in like ourselves like our our relationship you know the two of us because like they're all gonna leave and then it's right. still just us. Yes. <laughs> but even in a, in a more, you know, minute kind of way, like same thing, like I still, I'm still here. And yeah. so if I'm not giving time or taking some time to just do basic things, like take care of myself, yeah. that, you know, is also not the greatest example of some of that. Like, I actually have a friend that is scared to have kids because her mom is so selfless. And she's like, I don't think I can do that. Like she's always about everybody else. And it's like, it's so sweet on one aspect, but there's also a, like, like her adult children, especially certain ones, like fully take advantage of her and, and expect her to drop everything for their kids or their things. Um, still, you know, and it's like, okay, maybe there's something in that that's 
not the healthiest. Right. And so it right. is good to have some balance. And like, like you said, be able to teach the kids that, you know, for one that they can do it. Um, but also that you have value and your time has value and yes. all of that too. And you taking care of yourself is important as well. Yeah. Um, my kids didn't get that luxury <laughs> because <laughs> with work, you know, yeah. I, I like, usually I'm like, I can make, you know, a couple of the games a week. Um, and then you divide that depending on how many kids you have or when their stuff is, but, um, you know, automatically just because of my own work schedule, um, for the whole thing, you know, they just had to do that too. But they also, like I said, they're all good. Usually they're like, you don't really have to come. It's okay. Um, I want to come, so, you know, yeah, I think it's interesting because I, looking back, that is one thing that I know I've gone overboard and we do family therapy with Ellie still a couple of times a month. And the therapist this last time mentioned something that so struck me and we all do this, I think. Um, but like we parent out of what we wanted or we needed, or, you know, and for me, I, my mom, there were times in my life that my mom was working three jobs at one time as a small kid or, you know, and then having a divorced family and all of that, there was, there's so many elements and I didn't really feel like, I don't remember my parents ever being at a school function or, you know, I'm sure they were at times, but it just wasn't the norm. And so that was one thing of like, I'm always going to be there. I'm always just little things like, always making sure when I picked them up that I wasn't late, like, so that they had that fear of, is somebody going to come get me or just, it's so funny to look back on, but I mean, it's totally from my trauma or my perceived trauma, even of like way overcorrecting, but like to the point last night, even I made dinner and usually I guess like I'll dish up for everyone just because it's easier. And what? <laughs> last night I dished my plate and for myself and I just went and sat down and Ellie was like did you just dish that for yourself and I was like yeah and and she's like way to go mom I love it she's so proud of you that you did good job yeah it wasn't like uh are you gonna make my plate it was like you know good job for you but so silly the things that become a norm you know like there are things that my kids have way outgrown that I still do because that's what I do and now definitely one thing surgery has been hard having a hysterectomy having my every I feel like every cell in my body is going through something right now but there are some things that I feel like I've become so much more selfish in a way of I have to take care of myself. I'm the priority. I only to have to. Exactly. I only yeah. have so much energy in the day and I have to yeah. put that toward what I need. And then everybody else is second, which I mean, of course there's a balance to that. And, but during this time, that's where I'm at. And it's kind of nice. It's kind yeah. of <laughs> like everyone's around. I'm like, hmm, I'm not going to change this. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that's good. I mean, yeah. um, 
we have a, a friend that's going to school right now. And she, you know, was like, you know what? Everybody gets their time. And this is my time. And I think there's something so good and healthy about that. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not always going to be about me, but right now it kind of is. And my schedule is sort of about me and, yeah. and that just needs to be okay. And that will shift where it's not going to be, you know, in increments or whatever at different times, because it ebbs and flows. But I think, especially as women and moms and all of that, like, um, those are good things. Those are good things to experience. And sometimes that some of us more aggressive types need to be forced to experience maybe sometimes, (laughs) but I think there's something good to take out of that and like go, okay, not all of this is going to stick, but, but I want some of it too, because it's just good. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Are there things that, I mean, obviously there are things that I just don't understand because I've very small increments of time in my kids' lives have I been like a full-time working mom. Um, Most of my work has been on my time, my schedule. Um, Are there things that you feel like, even though, well, what am I trying to say? The ADHD is real in my brain. Um, Like things that happened during pandemic, because you went from being gone full-time to home full-time for those months and now back to more of your normal schedule. Mm -hmm. Are there things that you feel like changed during quarantine times that you have held on to? Like as a working woman, does that make sense? No, it doesn't. No, it does. It does. Um, I would say that some of it is probably more about my own mentality about my work of mm-hmm. like, you know what? Everybody survived. Mm-hmm. Cause because I work on a schedule and I'm, um, I was just explaining this to Aaron again. I just felt like I had new words again for it, but like I'm not just working on my own schedule. I am literally working with like 150 different people's schedules. And so that has a lot of weight to it at times. Um, And I think that it's part of why people appreciate me because I do value their time and I'm not a flake, but it also sometimes can, I can overvalue that and not let myself, um, say like when I need or mm-hmm. what I need. Right. So I can overschedule because I want to make them happy and I want it to work for them and all of that stuff. And then later I'm like exhausted and that I, um, unfortunately have kind of gone back a little bit to some of that, <laughs> but I am, you know, kind of going back and going like, hold on. Um, you know, I need to just say like, nope, this is all I'm working. And if, if there's not time that I'm sorry, like, do you want to come earlier or do you want to go later? Because you know, you can't have like in six weeks, I I'm totally full. Um, and I'm not gonna keep, you know, adding to my schedule because ultimately, like I said, once I get there, like at the early, I'm like, Oh yeah, no big deal. And then I get there and I'm like, Why did I say yes? I'm so tired or I'm missing, you know, yeah. games and whatever. So, um, yeah. 
Unfortunately, on my end, I will say I am definitely probably the classic working mom that feels guilty kind of no matter what. Like, I feel like I'm letting somebody down. Mm -hmm. Um, Like even I finally with Aaron, he is a recharger, like to recharge his energy. He likes doing things with people and friends and activities. Um, And so he will often like plan things like, oh, we're going to dinner with so-and-so and and then we're going to do this. And um, I'd like to have these people over and, and it's all great and it's super fun. But I just hit this, like, I'm freaking exhausted. I've had every weekend has been one thing to the next and that's good things. So I'm not like wanting to complain, but like, I need to be home. Um, and I finally just had to call it with him on that. And I just had to say like, I need this next weekend to be like, I need to be able to be home. I need no activities, whatever. And, um, and then not a day later, he's like, Hey, can we have something (laughs) so over? And I was like, no. (laughs) And so I said, no, which I was really proud of myself. I'm going to take us on a little walk because I need to get a charger. Um, but I also then texted back and I was like, I just feel really guilty. I'm just letting you down or tie, you know? And he was like, Oh my God, stop being dumb. So thankfully he was understanding and it was not really the big deal that I was putting on myself, but, um, but it was, it was hard and it's stupid how hard it can be sometimes to do that. I do the same thing to Jim though. Like I'm the Aaron socially of our relationship and yes and for me I am home all the time so part of it for me is like I gotta get out I gotta see people I gotta like have a social life and he's like I have been talking to people nine hours a day every day this week I don't want to say any words so (laughs) yes and I am pretty social but yeah. it does have a limit. And sometimes I'm like, I, in order for it to still be fun, I need, I need some home time. And that was kind of a revelation for me, honestly, because I am extroverted. I was yeah. like, maybe something's broken in me because I need to be home. But it's not yeah. it's, it's no. just, you know, limits. What do you know? I know. Sorry. Oh, you're good. We're gonna make it. I'm just thinking I'm probably gonna have to do the same thing. I don't know where my battery's at, but it's gonna tell me soon that I've played too many Candy Crush games today and it's low. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry, that was my bad. I definitely thought I had everything planned and oops. Anyway. We got to see the Walls a of little house. part of the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not as well, like perfectly decorated as yours is. Oh, I am as, as after we got to see it, I was like, oh, "What do we do now? I need to do more." <laughs> so inspiring. It's you know beautiful. what? First of all, I have been put on a budget that I am <laughs> no longer allowed to buy things for the house. Um. I have no more rooms to put furniture in in the house like there was something I buy everything secondhand and there was something on our like neighborhood Facebook of people were getting rid of and Jim was like did you see those tables and I was like yes but where would I put them (laughs) 
Oh my God. Hilarious. Yeah. But it's definitely been a fun outlet of creativity. Absolutely. I think I'll come buy things for your house now. I would love it. I do with your money because I'm on a budget. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do love when people are like, what if you do this? But yeah, so I'm open to it. I have um, major creative, like I feel like all the time right now I need to be doing something creative. I'm doing this embroidery, like I got all these little things to do while I was recovering from surgery and I was so mentally like I could not function. I couldn't, I had all these lists of shows that I wanted to binge. (laughs) I couldn't even watch shows for the longest Mm -hmm. time. Like my brain just would not. And so now finally I'm like when I should be probably moving around more I'm like I'm gonna watch this show and then brighter and <laughs> but I, I love like, it need to do creative thing right now it's so weird yeah I'm not I don't usually have like that drive oh I just bit my tongue oh <laughs> I don't have that drive usually but right now I do so I love it that's awesome yeah, yeah. well I'm not kidding I really did come home we um redid a couple of things on the gallery wall just because I was like I'm over that color let's do whatever so I actually just last night like spray painted stuff and put it back up yes yes well and then I got those mixed tiles which um Erin actually got me for Christmas and I have been avoiding putting them up because I'm not precise enough and so (laughs) I knew it was going to take time and um as I was telling you I like had to do math and I'm like taping and measuring and then like level, but then like level the side. And I was sweating by the end. It looks really good, but I was, I I was sweating because of the precision and I just don't come by that terribly naturally. No, no, I just want it to be done too. Yes. So I was trying to channel all the Enneagram oneness I could because it's, (laughs) I'm like, get it done usually. So yeah. Yeah. But I I like it. it looked good yeah what room did you is it your bedroom it's it's just in the office oh the office yeah yeah so So I still need to do my bedroom that's the one that has been kind of neglected yeah but I have for the first time I think for the first time that Jim and I have been married our bedroom is decorated I've never it's always the last priority right yes yes it's the last room to get cleaned it's the last room (laughs) anything and by the time in every place we've ever lived by the time everything else was done it was time to move again so (laughs) oh there you go darn yeah so I I think that's one of the reasons that I like I feel like such a grown-up my bedroom is decorated oh heck yes it's impressive yeah you can do it Someday you can be on my grown-up level. Fully I will try. I will try. <laughs> well, like when we were there, you kept talking about we, I embroider and I whatever. And I was like, that is a level of um, grown-up that I'm not sure I'm there. And, and your organization, you guys, you would die at how organized your kitchen is. I'm just saying, like, I definitely have not leveled up to that level of organization. Like <laughs> I have not leveled to that adulthood yet for sure. I don't know that it's necessarily adulthood. It's probably just like obsessive compulsive control. <laughs> well, it feels like adulthood and I'm impressed. 
Thank you. <laughs> I'm like finding something. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's fine. There's definitely <laughs> like the kids put away the dishes or whatever. I have to go through like once every week or two and like put everything where I want it to go. Nobody yes. follows. Whatever. Well, I was that does remind me when we were there, we were laughing because in the morning. I, I was having coffee or something. And so I was like, I'll unload the dishwasher. I'm sure I can find stuff. And there was a level of like, I don't know where this goes. And Jim looks at me. He's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, Jim is the worst of all. Oh, gosh, it was anything so funny. We, we got a good little giggle out of it. So I was like, well, we'll put this little pile here. It's fine. Somebody will know. <laughs> I also don't know where things go. The more the Amazon truck was visiting my house there for a while, the more creative I had to get with. Uh, I know. I feel that. Oh, when you're laying around with nothing to do, shopping online is kind of fun. It's so true. Well, and I think with all the prep time too, like you said, I think it was just sort of the like, I these are the things that I can control and do. Yeah beforehand that will make life easier so whatever I can I want to and I definitely get that yeah on a level that was like insane (laughs) (laughs) that's all right yeah yeah um what else are we gonna talk about uh I don't know has anybody else had this I've noticed a new flurry of um well I think just changes in the air of course but I've noticed like another wave of some divorces and stuff too which I'm not here to say anything about anything specific or anyone specific but um I was a little surprised because it felt like I had every day had like another like oh yeah we decided to split up um yeah was I had definitely we've talked about this I think maybe noticed earlier with like quarantine and I think it was just the whole um, you know, the being on lockdown, like pushed on all the pressure points. Right. Oh and it was God. like this pressure cooker. So whatever parts were already stressed, it like exacerbated it. Yep. And so I'm, that's my assumption that it must be sort of similar. Like it's just taken longer, yeah. um, a little bit longer, but it's the same sort of principle. Um, which of course that stuff is always so hard and sad and so complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. but at the same time, it's amazing how many people, when that really is the path that they like, it's, it's time, right. Yeah. It's time to call it. Like there is also this like just deep breath finally of like, yes. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like they finally gave themselves the permission to like move forward. Yeah. And so I'm so glad for that. Yeah. For the what, you know, obviously like there's reasons. Um and and all those details, of course, are individual and all of that. Yeah. But but yeah. it, it did kind of surprise me. I, I literally had like a week or two where I felt like again I was having this like cl- different clients that would sit down and say, like, oh yeah, did I tell you that we're getting divorced? I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. You yeah. know, or friends or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know if if it's the same with you the people that I know who are either separating or divorcing or whatever so many of them and and I'm sure it's not all of them but so many have it seems so um 
healthy, <laughs> but like yes. in a way of like both of them are in agreement and, and they just realized like together that this just isn't where they want to be in life. And so they're supporting each other in moving on rather than it being just a horrible, you know, awful. And, and that's, I'm sure on the inside, you know, it's, it's never right. pleasant, but no, I'm just saying it, it seems like a mutual for most of the people I know like mutual and very amicable which is great because Jim and I both um both of our parents were divorced when we were young and so we knew going in to marriage both of us that we never wanted to get divorced when we like in the beginning I used to joke that the only way out for him was in a body bag and <laughs> And lo and behold, um, so far, that's still true. <laughs> yeah, so far. But like, you know, we actually were just talking about it this last week of when we decided that divorce wasn't an option, what we were saying was like, we're going to work every day starting now to yes. try to make it so that we don't get to that point. Not we're going to coexist with each other come hell or hell no matter, no matter how miserable we are yeah. and we're fortunate that to this point that's been the case and that we do work every day and we have overcome some really hard times that's not to say I mean I think it's very naive when you first get married that you can oh say God, yes. you have no idea what life's going to hand you or or how yeah. you're going to grow as people or any of that as a 20 year old so um I just I feel fortunate not like better than people god no <laughs> no in fact some of it is like I'm not really sure like it's just I, we yes. just feel lucky you know and yes. like you said lots of friggin' work and I think that's so good to identify like that decision that's what that means it's not like no matter how you know what decisions you make uh, we're just in it to coexist because right whatever, like, hell no. Yeah. Um, and that was part of it is like, even talking with a few people where, um, you know, it was like, man, if you can't, if you can't stop hurting each other, like, yes. what are we teaching our kids? What are we as an example of like, that's what marriage is or like that it's okay right. to just keep, you know, like why life is yeah. you get one life. Yeah. And, and so either, we both want to work on it and we're both in it to work on it and to be better mm -hmm. and to grow or like, I think this is the limit, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think too, I was listening to a podcast where somebody was saying, um, and I think this is true of friendships and all sorts of different relationships, but she was like, you know, why do we think that something coming to an end somehow means that it's a failure. Like sometimes yeah. that's the, like, I love you enough yeah. to be, to, to like, this was a good season. And, and now like it's time to grow and yeah. we're not necessarily growing together and to be able to like, be grateful for what it was um, and the lessons that we learned, but then also um, care enough about the health of each other mm -hmm. to say, I think we're healthier, you know, yeah. uh, on our separate paths or whatever. So, yeah, well, and it's, it's brave, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's bravery to look at your relationship, this, this 
safe place that you've created this, you know, bubble of life that you've created for how many ever years and to look at it and say, that's not, that's, that's not what this is anymore, you right. know, or, or, you know, maybe it wasn't ever really all the things that we wanted it to be and it's not working. And to release that, to release all of that, to release each other, to release yourself to grow into that is bravery. And I'm not saying like there, there's so much of a stigma of divorce is a bad thing and you should never, and all of that. And, and of course that's not what any of us want to do when we enter into right. Nobody goes into it, hoping or thinking like, yeah, <laughs> or like, well, we'll see how this goes. And if it doesn't go well, we'll move on. I mean, that's nobody goes in flippantly like that. I don't think, but to be brave enough to say like we gave it what we could and for whatever reason it's it's healthier for us to to be apart and to completely start life over in some respects whether it's households or you know all of that but honestly I would put up with some bullshit <laughs> it's there is some truth to that. In all in all honesty, the older I get, um, I actually cry more at like people's second weddings <laughs> and second marriages than I do when they're like young and naive and like it's yeah. sweet and it's good and all of those things. But I think having been through some shit and then oh. choosing to do it again with someone, like oh, it's it's like got a different weight to it in a yes. in a such a beautiful way and Anyway, yeah, it's life is not easy and everybody's got to just do the best they can and yep. make those decisions, right? But yep, hats off to all of you going through yes. your shit in whatever Honestly. <laughs> well, and even when we were kind of meeting with some friends at one point um when they were kind of going through some hard things and had asked us to um which even that took a lot of like, oh, do we want to do that? But yeah. we did decide that it was um, what we wanted to do. And uh, I just remember at one point kind of just saying like flat out, well, before we get started, let's just like, are you in to work and do the work or are you out? Because one person's yes can never outweigh somebody's no. Right. And let's not waste anybody's time. If you're still feeling no, then like, there's our answer, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, yeah. and you know, oh, anyway, I, it was just kind of funny. I think I should go a little bit by surprise because I wasn't like <laughs> begging anything. I'm like, well, first off, let's not, let's not, let's just cut the shit. And like, yeah, is everybody actually in? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was good, you know, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> Speaking of divorce, we talked about this a little bit. I need to know what happened to Jen Hatmaker. Oh, I feel like I need to know. Yeah. So here's my, this is what I, this is my suppositions about stuff. Cause I do too. I feel that. And yet I also have that, of course, like it's yours and you know, you get to keep it private and whatever. It couldn't have been financial right? It couldn't have been like on some kind of a business level wrong, right? Like, because I feel like if it was, then it would definitely have been, um, she would have come out with it. Like if it had to do with their, 
their organization and all of that. Yes. Like it definitely, so it couldn't have been that maybe on some personal level, there was sure. some weird shit because I know she definitely referenced like her, like I, I was always the, like, I don't know how to do any of this and always yeah, like right. deferred. Right. So yeah. I think maybe some of that on some personal level, maybe there was, sure. um, I still just think it had to have been an affair or something I know. on his I end. Know. Yeah. And because like, well, obviously, cause she was taken so off guard by all of it. And oh my still God. to this day is, yeah. Talks about that. So yeah, I don't, it's my it's, assumption. I don't know yeah. if there's any other, well, what there's else all kinds, be... yeah, there's all kinds of rumors of, um, Oh yeah. You know, I heard the or, like Rachel Hollis or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that that's true. I but don't, I don't know. Yeah, they sure don't. I don't know that it is, and I really shouldn't care at all. But they sure don't like associate or mention each other's names anymore. So I, I kind of wonder. Yep. Anyway, that's true. Carlos. But what was I saying? Well, um, she's friends. Jen is friends with Dave. Um, Hollis. Yes. And well, that's and what I, I follow mean. him, and I like him actually. Um, Do you a lot? I don't follow Rachel because she drives me crazy. I can't stand her. Yes. But um <laughs> but I do, but I do follow him for whatever reason. And he's he just seems super sweet and genuine. And he and Jen are friends, like mm-hmm. genuinely. But like he's dating somebody else. He's dating some fitness yeah, guy yeah, yeah. who I'm like, meh, but you know. It's so funny. I Jim laughs at me. And we have another friend who is like, I don't buy into like all these super hyped up people who, you know, I follow who I follow because I relate with them, not because like the Christian part or the, you know, right. all of that, like not in a spiritual level, but um, it's, it's just funny. Like, I don't want to, you told us everything else about your life forever. Like, I know. It's almost like being friends with someone, obviously not. And then like them making a decision and like, this is happening. I'm not talking about it. We're not allowed to talk about it. And it's like, well, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I almost but, wonder if there wasn't a non-disclosure part of their oh, split. <gasps> yeah. Because she is very like, oh, nothing you know she'll talk and about it, her and yeah. her own feelings about stuff but she you know so it almost makes me wonder if she had signed something yeah you know what I think is amazing is they have to have people close to them who know like friends or whatever oh I think it's amazing that no one has said boo like at all yeah because you know in real life that's not happening like right. if you right. know somebody going through some stuff there's the one person that you're gonna be like well happened yeah there's that although I'm sure her circle's got to be tight enough now that like you know those are the people and look at how super quick and strongly they rallied like I mean you see everybody has rallied around her and I did follow him for a, a while and like even with the kids the only ones I've even seen that interact are a couple of the older boys at least that he puts pictures of. And maybe that's yeah. just because they're the only ones that are like, yeah, that's cool. Right. And again, 
you know, I've been a kid of divorce and an adult of divorce parents and all of that. And it's complicated. So I'm sure a lot of that could have to do with that stuff too. And and they get that room, but yes. Well, inquiring minds do want to know. I do have an inquiring mind, but at the same time, when I hear myself talking about it and over months have thought, you're such an asshole that you think you need to know this or should know. I know. <laughs> well, but I think some, of it, some of it also speaks to, I mean, some of it might speak to just the culture of the time, but also I think yeah. some of it also speaks to the fact that she really did and does do a, such a good job at making it feel like your girlfriends. Yeah. Like sometimes when I talk to people, I'm like my friend, Jen, and I'll be like, well, she doesn't really know I exist, but you she know, has millions of friends, like millions of friends, <laughs> but, but she said this thing and yeah. you know, I mean, so I think some yeah. of it probably just speaks to the fact that she really does have that super relatable thing and because she's been as open you know we do all kind of it's it's easy to forget that like oh yeah (laughs) I guess yeah I guess we're not really like besties (laughs) like I feel like we could be (laughs) isn't that wonderful though that's a that's a gift that's a quality to be able to reach out in that way and never meet people and then feel like your friend yep it's it's so true oh yeah, well, she's doing good. good yeah, for her. I'm crazy. And everybody going through it right now. Yeah. You're right, though. It is a wave. And I think significant the changes of life have been so significant and concentrated over this last year, year and a half, that mm-hmm. it's just such a pressure cooker all the time. Yeah. So as every little change that's made creates a new wave of something, you know, yep. that's true. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, and I think too, like we have some friends that even just had been kind of experiencing like professional burnout and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing. Like, yeah, I think we're all probably experiencing some levels of that, like, throughout or whatever and and yeah just that pressure cooker any any parts that were already stressed or strained or challenging felt like they just had that like yes you know so we probably all just need to like be more gentle with ourselves yes so true oh that's good advice yeah I don't always follow it. Easier said than done, but (laughs) it is true. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. God. Well, anything else you want to talk about? I think I'm good. I'm just excited to do this again. I hope that. I know. You know, we could do it more often. I know. Somebody around here needs to get their shit together. I won't mention any names, but <laughs> I don't know who we're talking you. about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my fair amount of shit to get together on the other notes for sure. <laughs> so funny. All right. Well, hopefully this recording works and people can see our faces because we're cute. Exactly. <laughs>
They really uh, should to get the full picture. Yes, <laughs> for sure. All right, I'm going to end this. All right. Bye, friends. Bye. Love you.